Welcome to the Frame Your Way Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Jefferson. I'm a wife, mama to two, and full-time photographer and business coach. I created this podcast with the aspiring photographer in mind to bring you inspiring stories, strategies to help you go from zero to multiple figures, and tips and tricks to help you get one step closer to work-life harmony. Are you ready to frame your way to your dream career? Let's dive in. All right, I am here with the Alyssa Hollis. Alyssa, will you please introduce yourself? Hey guys, um, I'm Alyssa Hollis. Um, I am a family photographer in Atlanta. Um, my business is Chasing Galilee Photo. I have been in business going on 11 years this month. Um, I have shot everything under the sun, but just up until about four years ago, I specialized in families and that's where my heart is. I love that. Yeah. So every photographer that I interview on this show, I ask them to tell us their photography journey or story because they're all different. There's some of us who just knew from the day we were born, we were going to go to school for photography and become a photographer. But for many of us, that's not the way we ever saw it going. Uh, Many of us are sitting on degrees we're not using, all the things. So Tell us, what is your photography journey like? Okay, so I started basically, um, I shot a wedding for a friend, never had shot anything before, never even held a camera, and she wanted me to photograph her wedding. I don't know why, but she did, and it was awesome, and then to invest in my first starter camera, and then kind of it just trickled down from there. I started doing mini sessions, everything you could think of. It was, I was like a mini session queen. And I truly believe that's where, like, I still have clients to this day that were, like, my first mini-session clients. Um, so I was th- I've been up and down ever since. But um, the journey has been very hard um, with comparison and um, friendships in the industry. They were not always like they are now. So, like, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that the community is, like, everything to me. Um, and it was not always like that. It was very, very hard starting out. Yeah. So, okay. So take us back to what, first of all, what made you say yes to photographing a wedding with having zero camera experience? (laughs) Okay. So the girl that I photographed her wedding, um, I actually took care of her grandmother in um, the nursing home that I worked in and her and I had gotten kind of close and she knew that I loved photography. Like her, her grandma actually had a little point and shoot camera. And I was like the girl in the nursing home that took photos of everyone with her little point and shoot. And they just, her family kind of picked up on that and they knew that I loved her. So I guess they just wanted somebody who loved her family to be there doing it. And that's kind of how that, honestly, that is what started the whole thing. And I, now I won't shoot weddings. I am not a wedding photographer. (laughs) Yeah, I'm, we, we have all kinds of photographers on the podcast and honestly, thank God for those who want to niche and what they're niching in because we need you all. Like there's enough to go around. One key piece that you just said that I think is huge is it's the connection Mm -hmm. that had them reach out to you in the first place. And I feel like that is a huge piece of running a photography business, like you have to connect with people, especially for those of us who are in the lifestyle realm. You want your people to break down their walls and be vulnerable and connect and be emotional. You're not going to do that with somebody that they can't connect with. So what are your thoughts on connection? 
Uh, absolutely. Like you have to just really ask questions. I feel like asking questions and sometimes hard questions is really what helps you connect with people. Like I'm one of those people who I'm just so bold. And I, when it comes to that, like I will ask people uncomfortable things and I'll be like, it's fine if you don't answer. I just, Hey, I want to know. Like the more I know about you, the more that I can connect with you and the better that I will serve you by knowing who you are and like your struggles, your strengths. I want to know all those things. Like I, I, connection is everything. And I feel like, like with Instagram, that's where I've connected with so many random people who I've never co connected with just based on the smallest thing that I've said or that I've asked. Yeah. It's a huge, it's a huge piece. And I'm, I'm honestly in business for the people. And I think a lot of photographers can, you know, identify with that because that is the truth. Uh, it's my outlet. First of all, it's my outlet away from home, from my kids. Like, yes, I am working and I'm using air quotes because I don't feel like I'm working. I mean, some sessions, yes, you're going to work. Um, other sessions feel like I'm totally honored that I'm even the one, you know, photographing this for you. But yeah, that's to me, that's like the primary piece is mm -hmm. I get so close to my people. And I think that's why my retention rate is so high. And I have families who have been with me since the very beginning. And that's huge. That's a huge testament, not to your profession, but to your personality um, and to who you are as a person. And so that's the highest compliment to me is returning clients. <laughs> Absolutely it is. Oh my gosh. And like, you feel like you're part of their family. And oh like, yeah. Back each year, and you see their kids, and they're like so big, and it's like, oh my gosh, like it's it's an honor to be able to follow these families as they grow. So crazy and so true. Okay, so when you decided, hey, I'm going to start photographing more people, and I'm going to start charging money. What are some thoughts that were running through your head? How did that play out? And how much did you charge for your first paid session? <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, Funny enough, the first paid session I had was a session that I didn't expect to get paid for. And my friend actually gave me $75. And I thought that I had made it. I was like, what? You just gave me $75? Like, I was so honored. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like, is this real life? Oh, girl. Fast forward six years, or how, what did I say? 11 years now. And you know what I'm charging now is like, I never thought in a million years I would be here. Um, and then the first session that I actually was paid for other than her was $50. So, yeah. And I did that for a couple of years. So I don't know if you know this. I know you've listened to one or two episodes before. Don't worry guys. She'll binge one day. Okay. Oh, well, I listened to like, a, like seven or eight. Like, I oh, oh yeah. you're so awesome. Okay. I, I think that man. I love podcasts. I take back what I said. Well, yeah. then you've probably heard me talk about how I was the $50 photographer back in the day. And so many of us are, and I don't know, again, I don't know why $50 is just the, the price we seem yeah. to say, but you know, in the beginning, there's so many emotions that go into it. Obviously we're brand new, so we don't feel worthy of asking for payment. Um, I, and this is also back when, uh, my time was valued very differently mm -hmm. five years ago and for you 11 years ago than it is today. Um, and as your kids get older, they've got more things they've got to do and your pockets are empty because it's constant shelling out of money. And so anyway, so I just say this to say, you know, regardless of what you charge for sessions, I always want to ask back in the day, what was the first, you know, session you charged for and what was your payment? 
because it just shows you like how far people come. And a lot of it, 99% of it goes back to mindset. hundred percent. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's just one of my fascinating questions that I like to ask for sure. So I have nicknamed Alyssa, (laughs) the Instagram story queen. And (laughs) I love it. Yes. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. So I know there's probably several of you listening. You follow her on Instagram. And if you do, you're probably like me and you're very careful of where you listen to her stories because I am always like cracking up or spitting out my drink or whatever the case may be. I love them. Like I absolutely love you need a reality TV show, okay? Oh, just my, I'm pretty sure you just made my life. Like, that was the best. <laughs> oh, well, you're, you're welcome. So, but although you're hilarious and funny and, and then, of course, you, you get emotional a few times here and there. Not really, but sometimes. Um, but it's your Instagram stories that you and I have had a conversation about several times. And mm-hmm. I really want to dive into... First of all, why Instagram is important to you, and I know connection's a piece of that, but also the effect that you have had using your Instagram stories has had a tremendous impact on your business, and I just want to just have at it. Tell us about it, because I think it's very powerful. Well, thank you. Um, Okay, so initially, I just started out doing stories because, you know, it was like the it thing. It was like Instagram was kind of piggybacking on Snapchat and I don't really like Snapchat. So I was like, all right, I'm going to use these Insta stories. I'm just going to do whatever. I think the first time I really got out of my comfort zone and did it, I think I was talking about Chick-fil-A. <laughs> my well done chicken nuggets. I feel like I'm known for those now. Um, the Chick-fil-A's around us probably hate me, but it's okay. <laughs> they have to do extra work. Um, but Instagram stories has truly helped me um, with my anxiety, depression, as crazy as that sounds, because like people with, that have anxiety, depression, you probably wouldn't think that they would want to put themselves out there like that. Um, but there's something about it that like takes my mind off of the things that I'm quote unquote depressed, depressed about or that I'm anxious about. And um, it has helped me like people that connect with me based on just the random things that I say, like talking about my eyebrows or my favorite, you know, Starbucks order, or my favorite thing to eat at Chick-fil-A or my puppy, like people connect and they want to talk. And then I just, I don't know why I'm just sarcastic and goofy, like just naturally. And people connect with that. And I've done stories where, and I've not really done it on purpose. It just happens where I'm not wearing any makeup and I have like really bad acne scars. And there's like, here I am. You want to hang out? You want to talk? This is what you would get if you came to my house. Like when my best friend comes and sits on my couch, she's hanging out with my hair on top of my head and my real no makeup face. And that's just putting it out there. Like I, and another thing is I am very scared of, um, judgment. I'm scared. Like, I don't want anybody to think that I'm not cause I am very scared of being judged and, um, just people saying rude things to me or anything like that. But the truth is like my faith is like, I know who I am in Jesus. And if somebody has something nasty to say to me, it's like, go ahead and say it. Like, I don't care if you don't like that I do a thousand stories a day and you have to click through them all or whatever I'm doing. I'm not doing that for those people. I'm doing this for me and for the people that connect with me. So. Oh, I love that so much. So 
Um, would you say that you were consistent in the very beginning with your Instagram stories or because I know that you pretty much are, you're on daily now, or at least that's what it seems. And I don't mean that bad. I mean, I love that because you've made that a part of your lifestyle. Those are your people. And just like you would with your friend hanging out, you are constantly hanging out with us. And I love that. But were you consistent in the beginning or at what point were you like, I think I'm onto something because now I'm actually getting people who yeah. are messaging back and are starting conversations. So what was that like? Um, I definitely was not consistent in the beginning. Like, I'll be honest, the first few times I posted stories, I would go back and delete them. Like, I was so scared. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I would think of specific people in my head that were like going to watch it because like there are people that have made fun of people who do stories all day that I know. So I'm like, oh, they're going to judge me. So I delete it. And then I go and try again. And I'm like, each time I would do a video, I would like feel better. It was so weird. And I'm like, this is so fun. Like, maybe I like to talk to myself. I don't know. <laughs> weird. Save myself some time. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but I don't really, I don't, I couldn't tell you where the shift was but I just kept doing it and it was fun. And I started um, having like other photographers reach out to me and they would be like, I'm like, I love how supportive you are. Like a lot of your friends are photographers. Like, and these are like photographers that don't live in my area that were saying this, which I do have a lot of local photographer friends, but they were like, how are you friends with these local photographers? Like, is it not hard? I'm like, Oh, it was hard in the beginning, but now it's so much fun. Like we do not look at this as a competition. I mean, there are so many people in the world. There's so many people in our town and we all have different ways of connecting with people. Like just because I connect with somebody on a level doesn't mean that like this other photographer is not going to connect with all these other people and go, you know, and their friends and their family. Like there is enough clients to go around that we should not be competing in that way. We should be competing. And I know this is going to sound cliche, but we need to compete with who we were yesterday, like constantly do better every day than who we were yesterday or last week or heck last month. I could show you side by side photos of my photos now and last month. <laughs> I just need to compete with myself. <laughs> yes. Well, you just keep bringing us to church because I was like, oh, that's so good. Um, and, and it really, it really is true. And I love community over competition. We have an entire podcast episode over that, plus some interviews where we've chatted about that. But here's the difference, and this is my opinion. Um, the difference between people who make it and people who don't are the ones who choose community over that competition. And a lot of times the competition, well, okay, a lot of times the competition you're choosing isn't just photographer to photographer. It's within yourself and every day you just have to rise up and, you know, you were given talents regardless of whether you have taken education for it or you have spent hours figuring it out or scrolling YouTube. Really guys, we have a talent, like not everybody can be photographers. Y'all know that, you know, you've got your guilt. Everybody's guilty of going to that newbie photographers site and saying, Oh girl, Ooh, I remember when I took pictures like that. Mm -hmm. But those of us that evolve, you know, that's the whole thing. You're always evolving. And I have to choose more community and like putting myself with positive role models like you, like Naomi, like Kayla, like all these people that I have met, haven't met y'all in real life, but don't worry a couple months and I will. Um, super excited. But it's for me when I'm feeling down on myself or when I'm in comparison mode, um, I do have to put myself in a different 
group of people who will uplift me and say, Hey, I totally get it. Um, but you just need to, <laughs> but you just need to like, keep your eye on what you're doing and quit worrying about what she's doing. Um, I also heard once upon a time, I don't know who said this, but they were talking about how, um, there is a such thing as healthy competition. So rather than feeling jealousy, people should make you, um, I mean, rather than like hating that person, there's a difference between hating that person and like just being rude to them right. or looking at their work and going, that totally inspires me to get out there and do something outside the box. Like those are very different things. Um, and I've even gone as far as like just messaging someone and being like, okay, here's the deal. I'm, I'm a little intimidated by you. Here's why. Can we just chat this out before it turns into this like story inside my head or whatever? Because I think all photographers struggle with comparison hands down. I don't, I don't care how long you've been in business. Like you are, you're going to compare yourself. And so, I really admire that you said that, by the way, that you reached out to the person and said that that's, that's admirable. I have to because it will eat me alive. That's my personality. Um, I'm an Enneagram too. I'm a helper. I have to have people on my side. And if I don't, I will literally go days thinking about it and it will just eat me up. So rather than doing that, I know my way to combat that is just to have a direct conversation. Like who cares? I don't have to say all of it. I just have to strike up a conversation and realize that you're human and you have just as much issues as I do. You know what I mean? So <laughs> yes, I love it. So that's just, that's a huge thing. And I'm very, very passionate about that. Okay. So let's talk about today. What does your photography business look like today? And I mean, this could be anything from what you shoot, how you shoot, when you shoot to what's next for you and your business. Oh goodness. Um, I would say that my business today is better than it's ever been. Um, I am honestly charging more now than I ever have. And I, for the first time, because I've raised my prices gradually over the years, for the first time, feel super confident in it. Like, I've I felt very unworthy in the past, but I think with the people that I am currently surrounding myself with who are constantly, like, singing my praises. And, you know, I didn't have that in the past. So I was, I didn't feel worthy then. But um, so I have a good support group of friends who don't do photography and who also do photography. So that's a great mix. Um, and I, like, I can honestly say like for the fall, I, th this is probably the first fall I've been fully booked in a couple years because I kind of like fluctuated in waves the last two years. Um, I love to shoot sunset. Um, I kind of practiced for years doing that. I mean, I could shoot in any light, but sunset's like where I get the most like, Oh, the most emotion out of that golden light. Um, and I just love, I love shooting families because like, I almost like live vicariously through them because if, if you know, like my childhood story, like this, that I just live through these families. It makes me so happy to like show them their love from like a fly on the wall perspective. I'm very much an observer. I mean, we have fun during the session, but I'm an observer first always. Um, let's see for the future. Um, so I am, hosting or helping host a workshop in March, which you're going to be at. I'm so excited. I'm so, so pumped for this. <laughs> I never, ever thought this would be reality. Like what is happening to my life? <laughs> so teaching is definitely something I've wanted to do for a few years. And the girls that I'm doing it with, um, Naomi and Kate, 
they are amazing and truly push me to keep going. Like they know how scared I am to do this. And they're like, you can do this girl. Like there's huge support group. Um, so yeah, it's teaching is I feel like the next step always going to be shooting. Never, never going to quit that until I'm an old granny and I can't lift my camera. <laughs> I'm yeah, I say the exact same thing. And I have really found a passion for education on the photographer side. And here's my favorite thing. Everybody has value to bring to the table in the education realm. And we all teach different things. So there's people who teach just session by session based. Here's posing and they're awesome at it or, you know, prompts or whatever the case may be. And I love those people. There's people who do editing. You're one of them. I'm not. That is not something I will ever teach, but I'm very business minded. And I love to teach people like how to set up their business, how to market their business. Like I am business nerd through and through. I think everyone's figured that out because I am always giving tangible to do's and strategies on the podcast. And it's because I've always wanted people to tell me the how, and I feel like a lot of people hold back from their journeys Mm -hmm. and they talk, I mean, they'll kind of reference and I do have someone specific in mind, but I'm not going to say her name because I out of respect for her. She's big time. You all know her, believe me. But anyway, but there's, you know, one and you know, she's made it and now she, you know, she doesn't even do photography anymore, but she Mm -hmm. will reference about how hard things were back in the day, but she'll never connect the two. She doesn't bridge the gap here's how I did it. And I was like, nope, there's a gap here and I want to fill it. And so that's like why I chose to step into podcasting and all that stuff. So I love that education is on the horizon for you. And I'm super excited for the workshop. I've been to one other workshop. And um, so the workshop that I am coming for you guys, I'm flying alone for the first time ever, um, which is a Yeah. Yeah. So that's a big deal. I had actually first time I'd ever been on an airplane was 2018. Mm -hmm. It's almost Mm -hmm. been two years since my first plane ride with my mom, by the way. Um, yeah, so I'm flying alone, but I also was very intentional about choosing the next workshop and who would be teaching because you guys have three different, completely, like completely different personalities, but yet in a way you're all intertwined. Like it's the weirdest thing. And I know you know this and it's hard to explain for people who don't know all, you know, all three of you guys, but, um, I'm very excited. And I also, the thing that I want more than anything is to walk away with new best friends and a community. And honestly, if that's all I got out of it, if I didn't learn a dang thing about photography sessions, posing any of it, I wouldn't care as long as you left with those people. So I don't know why I gave that big spiel, but I just had to tell you that. I completely understand because I've been to other workshops before and that didn't happen. And us, the three of us have all given our experiences in that area. And I think one of our biggest goals is to create that community and for you guys all to leave feeling like, wow, those are my friends. And that like, I can reach out to them. I can text them. I can call them. Like we can meet up in another state and hang out. Like we want y'all to feel that close, like to feel how we feel about each other. So oh, I love that so much. Okay. So to wrap this up, I want you to tell me your biggest advice for a photographer today. This could be a newbie photographer. This could be all of us. Um, 
but what's your one thing that you feel is most important to say? Honestly, I would say if you truly have a passion for it, don't give up. And I know that that sounds way easier said than done, but I'm gonna try to say this without crying. I told Naomi that I was gonna cry. <laughs> um, I feel like if, if you know me personally, the fact that I'm still here 11 years later after all the things I've been through in this industry and the ups and downs, like truly anybody can keep going. Like just don't put that camera down. Don't quit learning. Don't and find your tribe. I know that's again, cliche, but find those people who support you and that look at you as a friend first and not a competitor. Um, and just, just keep going, like never give up and keep learning that literally every day you can learn something new. And when you're creating those connections with other photographers or even your clients, like everyone has something to teach you. Don't ever act like you can't be taught something new. Um, if your mind is always open to be taught, then I mean, you, ah, you can just change the world. Like there are so many photographers that are being held back by comparison and it is the thief of all joy. Like I have been there. Like I've had friends literally have to pick me up out of the dirt because I am too busy comparing myself. And I'm like, if I'm spending that time comparing myself to someone, that is time I am taking away from learning, from creating and from connecting. So mic drop, but I could have said that paragraphs ago. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I've already picked out the exact quote that people will see promoted for the podcast because it was just so good. And it like, you know how sometimes you hear things and it gives you that like sharp pain in your chest, not a heart attack, but you know what I'm saying? You're like, Whoa, I'm like taken aback by what you said. You did. Mm -hmm. what you said, And I was like, yes, thank you. Like we all have room to learn. I mean, is the basic message there and don't ever think you've arrived is the other way I've seen it put. Yes. So yes. And it's so good because the second you think that you, I mean, you just set yourself up for failure, you know? So, okay. Well, this was so good. I would like you to tell people how they can connect with you obviously on Instagram. So we need, we need that um, but then also if you have a website, just so people can kind of check you out further, but whatever you want to give is up to you. Yes. Um, obviously you can find me on Instagram at chasing Galilee photo, um, Facebook chasing Galilee. Um, and my website is chasing That is so easy. I love it. And we'll put those in the show notes too. Thank awesome. you so much. Thank you. It was, it was awesome. Thank you, Brooke. If you haven't already, and you were loving this podcast, would you take just a second and hit that subscribe button? This will automatically deliver new episodes to your phone every Thursday. And if you want to go above and beyond, I would love for you to leave an honest rating and review. This helps other photographers find the show and get the support they need. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll meet you back here next week.